But here, on the very rim of known space, justice is a long way away. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Space Game Junkie Podcast. I am always, I'm your co-host, Brian. I'm a little fuzzy today. Like, I feel like it's been a few weeks. Uh, and joining me, as always, is your co-host, Spaz. Oh, here is your award. It's it's a trophy, <laughs> in the literal sense. <laughs> what is that from? I don't I don't know that one. No, I just uh, oh. I just doing a bit. Okay. Uh, your co-host Julie. <clears throat> Hello from the great wet north. Oh, it's wet here too. Yeah, it's we need it, but my God. Uh, also co- joining us is your co-host Thorsten. Finally on the mend. Uh, very, very uh, hearable. You know, <laughs> we're, we're just glad that you're here. Yeah, we're glad that you're here and you're well enough to join us. My God. And uh, also joining us is your co-host, Jacob. All right, who's not dead? Sound off. <laughs> oh my God. And finally, your co-host, David. Looks like I found Jane Waste Nebula. I got a cup of coffee here. Yay! Yay! Yay, coffee. Delightful. Uh, Happy New Year, everyone. If we haven't said to you before, it is now 2023 as we record this on January 4th. 2022 was heck of a year, uh, gaming-wise. Uh, a lot of things happened in 2022, but we're going to talk about games. Uh, we're gonna, we have several categories to go through today uh, in terms of our gaming year. Uh, only about 40% of uh, of the co-hosts are, are actively dying, so we're going to be fine. Yeah, we're going to be okay. Happy New Year, Ferd. Uh, Happy New Year, Galen. Um, so, so yeah, we... Uh, now, we're a little... We're loosey-goosey with these. We're basically... The game didn't have to come out in 2022 or it doesn't, doesn't have to be, you know, uh, it didn't have to be released or whatever. It's just when you think back we to 2020. We a lot in yeah. 2022. When you think so about. Breaks out like, if someone uh, breaks out like Master of Orion 2, that's why. Yeah. Like if, if you think about 2022, <laughs> 22, God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're still in 2020. Uh, yeah. We are almost out of March 2020. Almost. Almost. It's Uh, almost over. Is it though? (laughs) Will it ever be over? I don't know. I don't know. It's it's Groundhog Month. It's Schrodinger's Schrodinger's year. It's Groundhog Month. It's Groundhog Month. (laughs) What does over even look like? I don't know. I don't. I don't. I mean, who knows when they're going to declare an end to this pandemic? I don't know. It's going to be years. Years and years, considering how many. Anyway, we're here to talk about games. We can talk about um, pandemic Things stuff. All slightly year more long. positive than the- yes. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. No, it's fine. So we have several categories, and we're going to start with our most surprising game of the year. Um, now, for me, it was an easy winner. For me, for me, it was Star Math Interstellar Rogue Two. Um, oh, that one. Yeah, because oh, because Interstellar Rogue One was a great game. It was more of a top-down, like, roguelike shooter thing, which is great. It's a great game. But when I saw that the second one was going to be a math-based kind of match puzzle thing, I was like, what's happening here? But I was so taken aback by 
how good and fun and unique this game is. The only thing this game... Oh, thank you, David. Um, the only thing this game is missing is cloud saves. Because... I would like, I would love to be able to play it. Developer, if you're listening, I would love to be able to play a game on my PC and then resume that same campaign on my laptop. But for some reason that's not enabled. I don't know why, but, um, that's the only like downside to it for me. It's such a good game y'all. And it's so refreshing and different and unique. And I was shocked at how good it was. Like, I was like, what is this going in? And I'm not good at math and I'm not, I don't really like math very much. And, um, this was just stupendous. So that was my entry for uh, most surprising game of the year. Spaz, what about you? Well, for mine, I have to give it to Symphony of War, the Nephilim Saga. Hmm. Whoa, interesting choice. Now, what? Now, yeah, well, this, this one, yeah, so... This one takes inspiration from a lot of uh, strategy games like the Ogre Battle series, Tactics Ogre, uh, Fire Emblem, where you have not just an army that you control, but each of your squads has multiple units within it. And because of that, you can tweak how you upgrade those units and how you build out each each squad so you can get some very very nasty synergies together or say line your uh your front line with guns and cannon if you really want to you can or, give everyone guns if you try if you try hard enough if you try hard enough yeah or or you can use um archers put them up on a hill and they get extra range and pepper the enemy with uh, with arrows. You have lots of possibilities here, but this is... The, the game deserves the ratings that it gets. It's overwhelmingly positive. Uh, 95% positive as of this moment. And it deserves what it, ha- what it gets. I was going into expecting it was going to be a fun game, but no. It's... I spent... 93 hours on the game, and about a third of that was just tweaking my army, because you can upgrade units, move them around between squads, and really, really get down in the weeds on that. And it's great because of that. So it makes the armies feel really like yours, like your individual creations. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That that's that's terrific because when a game gives you that much agency, it just feel you just feel that much more connected to it. So that totally makes sense. Well, what's also uh, in addition to that is that those units that are not uh, named plot armor uh, related units, they can die. If they die and you don't resurrect them by the end of the battle, they're gone for good. So they're technically expendable. You might lose some units, but if you keep them alive and if they die, you resurrect them before the end of the battle, then you get to keep them. And if you keep building them up, they can be very, very powerful. That's awesome. I have it on my backlog. I need to play it. Yeah. Good. I will will play it someday. I've got so much to play. Um, is Is that what you wanted to say about that one? 
Oh yeah. Okay. Julie, what about you? What would you say is your most surprising game of 2022? Blink it. Right there. There we go. I think it's pronounced X, uh, Ixion, Ixion, Ixion. Ixion. And it's like, I played it and now granted I, it's like a friend of mine said, did you watch the YouTube video? And I went out and I watched and read some guides and I played it and I said, wow, I don't suck at this. And so uh, it's, and I I thought it would be, oh, you know, one of these dull, dry, it's just another builder. And I said, hey, I really like the story too. And uh, I mean, granted, it's not Ingmar Bergman or something, but I really like the story behind it. And uh, maybe that's because I can identify with the bureaucracy part. And, uh, Maybe that's what makes me good at it, uh, because it's like, wow, uh, 30 years as a uh, project manager. So it's like, wow, right up my alley. Uh, it's project managing. And uh, I I have been having a lot of fun with it. And I, that that is my surprising game of the year. Surprise, you don't suck. <laughs> nice. I do mean that to play that It's an acceptable surprise to have. Uh, yeah, I, I know a lot of people would say that one's really hard, but I'm really glad that you found it approachable. Um, well... Like I said, maybe it's because I, 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 what the game is, I do for a living. So only on a, <laughs> uh, a slightly smaller scale, but. <laughs> All right, Thorsten, what about you? What is your most surprising game of 2022? Uh, that would be Flight of Nova. Uh, that's basically a flight simulator in atmosphere and space. Uh, on a fictional planet, and uh, it has pretty interesting uh, physics. Thank you, David, for posing it. And uh, that was a real surprise for me uh, because I didn't expect uh, such game coming out this year. And uh, I really like it. Uh, it's it's it has a lot of of, of the stuff that. Uh, that I want let's let's put it that way that I want from from a, a modern game and uh it's, that's, that would be my pick yeah that's really looking to sh- sh- like shaping up like a spaceborne um euro truck sim type game in a lot of ways which uh in a lot of ways yeah yeah which uh, which a lot of people want and I've I've played a little of it as well and I'm terrible at it but I want to get better <laughs> It is, it is kind of unforgiving, but I like that. I'm totally I, I, I appreciate that it's unforgiving. I appreciate that it, it, it does not mess around. So I, I do appreciate that. that is a great one. That's a really good choice. Uh, Jacob, what about you? Well, if we go for surprises from this year, it's um, kind of hard to say. Uh I think I would still go for the Steam release of Guild Wars 2 because it's the one because the one game that I didn't expect A to come out on Steam and B for me to actually enjoy. That's fair. Uh, yeah, I don't think any of us expected re- it to come out on Steam like ever. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Considering it's been going steady for 10 years straight on its own client, it was serviceable and it was fun. And but now I actually got into it. I'm enjoying it quite a lot. Uh, I don't really have that much to say on it because I'm pretty sure A, I've talked about it, uh, I've talked about it beforehand and B, 
uh, and B, it's an entire MMO with 10 years of history. I do not feel like covering all of it. <laughs> it's very good, folks. And it's very, it's easy to get into. Like, it's a little different than other MMOs, which give you, like, just a list of quests and things to do. It's a little different than that. But once you once you start getting into it, it's very good. It's got great stories. Really an amazing world. Like, the world building they've done is very impressive. And uh, it's just, it's a lovely world to run around in, even solo. That's one reason I like it. Um, yeah, it's terrific. Can't recommend that one enough. Uh, David, why don't you uh, wrap this category up? All right. So I have written the script here, but I think I'm not going <laughs> to read off the script oh, here. No. So lo- Losing Goose, since that seems to be a theme. And that is going to be Vampire Survivors. Oh, uh, yeah. I. I really bounced off of this game after, what is it, like uh, maybe two rounds or stuff like that. I was like, what the hell is this thing? I didn't understand. I I was I, I was completely dumbfounded when I played the game. What, what am I missing? And then I watched some people play it on YouTube, Twitch, everywhere. Everywhere, everywhere I saw this game. Incredible uh, to see, uh, what is it, uh, $3.99 or stuff like that. This little crappy game, let's just say that, this little <laughs> crappy thing appear everywhere on the web. Um, and I still didn't get it until, what is it, something, maybe December or something like that, when I finally went back to it. Okay, let's let's give it another shot. And that was after I played Void Scrappers, because uh, I tried out at least another one of these bullet heaven things, which Spass reminded me of. Um, interesting game, by the way. And uh, by going back to Vampire Survivors, I also well, did some research, uh, looking up on how the game was made and stuff. Um, yeah, Vampire Survivors may not be the first. Uh, Spass pointed to a game from the 80s, which seems to be very similar. And mm. 2021, we had actually one game on iOS called Magic Survival, which may be the predecessor to this. But uh, mm. it seems like uh, Vampire Survivors really realized that idea. and. Yeah, I think I think charging three dollars for the game was a real coup on their part. That was I think I think that was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. uh, And right now we're seeing a whole new era of these so-called Doom clones, as everyone are trying to make their own vampire survivors killer. It's amazing to see a whole new genre, genre being born like this, and everyone wants to get in on the action. It's 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 an exciting time. (laughs) It really it is, is interesting that it has the innovative gameplay formula of playing the video game less. But I guess, we, but I guess we already had idle clickers. We're past that point already. So uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess this is the middle point. You play yeah. some of the video game. It, it is fascinating to watch a game create its own subgenre, like FTL. You could say created its own genre of roguelikes, the the yeah. sector based uh, roguelike, basically. And it's just it's just amazing to see things like that evolve and flourish. So that's a great pick, David. Yeah, I, I'm terrible at Vampire Survivors, but wow, that is a good one. And it's again, really good. Yeah. yeah. And again, folks, if you haven't played it, it's three freaking dollars. I mean, well, four, four. Okay, it's four. It's four freaking. Yeah, it went up after it uh, went. Oh, up okay. I didn't know that. So it's four freaking dollars. Here are the expenses. And and my God, it is. For four dollars, you can get hours and hours out of that thing. <laughs> yeah. So to the developer, I can only say, "Yeah, give well me done. more. I well want done. more. 
I was well, actually uh, chatting with the with Nookroom about this uh, just this morning, in fact, or last night, and we both agreed that the one of the reasons why it took off is because of the fact that it released at the time it did. That January February time is when not a lot of releases come out, and and streamers are looking for something new to show off. Oh. And at the time it came out, yeah, it it hit at that just perfect timing, like, and with the it didn't drop all of that. Didn't it drop before Elden Ring? I think it did. Yeah. So it was kind of a lull. Yes. Because everyone was waiting for Elden Ring. Everyone was waiting for Elden Ring, and then this little four dollar, three dollar at the time game comes out, and everyone's like, "What is this?" Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, like made its own zeitgeist. It really did. It really Absolutely. Did. <laughs> All right, so so, so you know, I just want to give a shout out to others of the same genre that are trying to make their place in the world as well. Void Scrappers, as I noted, Gunlock, Arrival Zero Earth, and Rogue Genesia. Check these out. Oh, yes. All right, so now, folks, we're going to get into the part of the, sh- the hopefully the only negative part of the show, because we talked about surprising, now we got to talk about disappointing. Um... I mean, 2022 was a great year for games, but of course we were disapp- there's got to always be a disappointment. For me, the biggest disappointment of the year, I got to give it to Distant Worlds 2. I got to, because I know they've patched it since I played it. I know they've been trying to fix it, but when I, when I saw those near-empty freighters wasting all of my fuel, I, I, it broke me. <laughs> If anyone remembers watching the stream, I think I spent 10 minutes just yelling at the game and the camera. Right. Uh, and the, yeah, yep. I was so mad. I was so mad. I was like, I can't play this anymore. I was planning on streaming it for like two weeks. You know, I, I was so excited because I love Distant Worlds and I was so excited. And then I saw this one thing that just broke the entire economy for me. Weirdly enough. I feel like Distant Worlds 2 isn't necessarily worse than the first game. I, but also doesn't feel like that much of an upgrade. It I think the thing is, I think the I think what someone told me is that problem that broke me existed in the first game. It just was buried a little more deeply. Like with the new UI and everything, it was easier to see this problem. And so once I saw it, I was like, oh my God, I'm done. I, I keep meaning to go back to it, but I just haven't, I just, I just don't want it to be disappointed again. So I just, I, I have it installed and I stare at it sometimes. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if I can go back to you right now. Yeah. It's it's something uh, they might fix in time. I hope they do. Yeah, I hope they probably yeah. will. They, I mean, the, the, the first distance world. Yeah. Twitch rant of the year world. Yeah. You were there for now. Oh my yeah. god. Uh yeah, no. Uh they they will probably release DL like expansions for it, like they did the first one, and they kept patching that one. And eventually it turned into something awesome. Eventually. So I have every hope that this one <laughs> I have every hope this one will uh will get the love it deserves. Cause I think there's a great game in there somewhere, but Maybe it's great now. I just, after all, it's got some serious, huge patches since I played it, but I just haven't been able to bring myself to return to it. So that is my pick for most. Just, I'm, I'm sorry, Matrix. I love you guys, but damn, you let me down with that one. Um, Spaz, do you have one? 
Oh, yeah. One I was really looking forward to. And I bought it on right after released. Literally right after released. Minutes after. And it turned out to be a, a buggy mess. And hopefully they'll improve it. I, I've still got it installed just in case they do. But it is aircraft carrier survival. Okay, you're about to uh, oh, wow. okay, elaborate because I did not expect that one. I've played it. I know it's yeah. jank, but it's it's jank. Yes, uh, there's a there. There are a lot of things that I just noticed on release, especially uh, where you, there, there was a bug that I hit where one of your uh, the squadrons could land, and then you wouldn't be able to move it from where it actually landed. At the and, oh, and stop on the aircraft. I remember you talking about this. Yeah, yeah. So you, what you have to do is you have to manage the squadrons when they land. You have to, they they land at the back of the aircraft carrier. They stop at the front of the aircraft carrier, and then you have to give them orders to move to the back so that they can go back down into the elevators, and you can let another uh, another squadron land or take off. They would get stuck at the front. Which meant oh, no. you could do neither. And it would soft lock the game because you can't do anything about it. Uh, and at that point, I yeah, six hours in, I stopped. I wanted to be. Oh, good. wow. I really it did. You, I was, it took you six hours to get to that point. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh. That's sad. Now, hopefully they'll fix it and and... Maybe that bug has been fixed since I played, but yeah, right now they, they just posted uh, last week about a future content update and where they're going with things. So um, there's hope that they will fix it. And maybe it won't be disappointing by the next time I play. I hope not either. Ju- Julie, what about you? You got one that disappointed you? Yes, I do. And it's even one that won an award, and I will link it. I'll try, anyway. There we go. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, no. My (laughs) game that disappointed me. Oh, that's going to be a spicy one. Oh, I'm looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to this. Now, rev up the grill. Ironically, it's not for a lot of the reasons that everybody else did because uh thank you uh i i for some reason i couldn't link it in the steam store uh i know a lot of people had a lot of qualms about it for a lot of different reasons but uh mine mostly was the story and i i, I was disappointed in where it was going and obviously i can't say what I was entirely what I was disappointed about because that'll that'll be a giant spoiler for the game. Uh, I like the I bought it on the strength of who one of the main characters was, and that's the Keanu Reeves character. And uh, I, all I can say is that um, is that as far as that is concerned, I will just say. Well, I looked at the Keanu Reeves character and I said, I guess you got a problem and I'm not going to solve it for you. Uh, as far <laughs> as, 
and I researched how I, you to- know what you know what I will give you that I love Keanu Reeves I will ride or die for Keanu Reeves he his character was really unlikable like yeah. really 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 unlikable and- I, I mean the the actor himself here's here's a good example of what I've seen the kind of guy he is he's got this classic motorcycle parked in the street where he's working on the latest matrix movie right and this woman who is a typical Karen backs into it the the anybody else oh, would have no. just Lipped out. Keanu Reeves walks up to her, smiles, says, how do you do? Said, if it still starts, we're good. He starts. He said, have a nice day. All the reporters are trying to goad him into being mad. And he just said, it starts. Have a nice day. Bye. (laughs) Rides off into it. And so I bought it because I really like Keanu Reeves. Now, I do wish my one qualm uh, about the city is... I kind of wish it looked more like uh, uh, a game, a, a city that was like really populated to me. It looked more like a real city, and I've seen that done in other games. That's a little done better, and uh, so that was the only thing that was a little disappointment. Now, granted, as far as some of the other complaints everybody's have. I have been faulted by some of my friends for this. Let's say, well, I didn't see this game. It's like some of the Mass Effect things. I said, I didn't see it. I said, that's because you waited for all the problems to be solved. So mm-hmm. uh, that's what I usually do is I'll watch videos and I'll watch things and say, okay, have they been solved now? Okay, now I'll play the game. But I, I kind of wish I knew where the story was going ahead of time because I might like the actor but not the character. And it's like, it ain't your problem just because you blew your life down the toilet doesn't mean I'm going to help you out. So see ya. Not my problem. (laughs) Bye. And uh, I worked toward a particular ending and then I said, okay, I'm done. I uninstalled it. That's, you know, it's weird because I can't disagree. While I don't disagree with you, while I don't disagree with you, I can see your, your, your viewpoint in, in getting to that point. There are some side quests, which humanize, that character a lot more your relationship with him evolves but the thing is you really got to get in deep to get there and correct that's the other thing is you do have to work to make that happen but but it does depend on what ending you're shooting for because there are multiple endings and some of them are harder to reach than others yeah, uh, that's why my favorite one was the most difficult ending. And uh, basically somebody can say, well, you know, I, I will liken it to this. Somebody can say, well, you know, you got six months to live. Well, I'm not going to spend that last six months working for my the most dreaded person. That I, it would be like, saying, you got six months to live, so you may as well help out Adolf Hitler. No, thank no. you. I'm going to spend <laughs> them with somebody I really like. No, I totally get it. I mean, if you if if you find Keanu's character like a cheese grater on your skull, yeah, you're not going to want to spend more time uh, getting your head cheese grated. So I get that. I totally get that. Um, I I was able to find enough love in the game to to deal with him to get to the point where he be, he actually started to become like humanized, but. Yeah, I don't takes, just ignore him. It takes yeah, you 
I ignore him. I ignore the main story. I did what I do in open world games all the time. I max out all the side quests, get the best gear and equipment. There was a lot of great and, side uh, quests in that game, too. A lot of great and side quests. Kiana to f- and tell Kiana to fuck off. It, yeah. it didn't help that they offed one of my favorite characters at the beginning oh, of the game. Oh, that was hard. I said, yeah. you and I took a big break from it, and I oh, said, you bastards, kiss my big behind, and I, I logged so off, legit. and I said, that's it, I'm done. I was so legit mad when they did that. I knew it was coming. As soon as he's like, oh, I'm talking to my mom, I'm like, oh, God, that's it. You're, you're going to die. You know, I knew. I, they totally I, said I, it. I, I, like, uh. I was totally blindsided by it, and I oh, didn't know shit. he was my favorite character. Oh, no. And I said, "You." It to me, it was like, okay, I'm watching Deep Space Nine, and then you took uh, Commander, then you took Cisco away from me. I said, have you lost your mind? Well, there's a there's a very important point here for for the the setting it's in, and that is that you don't have happy endings in Night City. You either do what you can to get out, or the city consumes you. It's so if you go in there thinking, "Oh, I'm the protagonist, therefore I can have the happiest ending." Uh, no, that's not how the city works. That's not how the setting works. It's yeah. dystopian. It's it's meant to to tear you apart yeah, in see, a lot of ways. Going in, I didn't know this. And if I mm. see this, and I know there's a game that's like this ahead of time. For example, there's uh, a game out here, and it's a little Switch game, and I think it's called Wayfair or something like that, and you're supposed to be guiding souls. Uh, oh, yeah. the, and I said, I lost one of my friends to death this during the height of the pandemic when there was no vaccine. I said, I, I just can't play this game as much as I want to. So no, if I know that going in, I won't play it no matter how much. Uh, if I know mm. I'm going to, I was really looking forward to No Man's Sky on the Switch, and they said, "But you'll be alone in the universe." And I said, "Sorry." <laughs> I'm the well. There are, re- there are technical reasons why they can't handle multiplayer. On oh it. no, I understand that, but you I, know, I'm and completely like, the opposite I, on the Switch. I'm like, I, it's all, it's only me. Oh, perfect. Give me, give me, give me. <laughs> This is the one game I would... No Man's Sky is the one game I would buy in a cloud version if it meant I wouldn't be alone in the universe. Mm, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Oh, well, I could totally, you know, coming from the, the perspective you laid out, I could totally see why Cyberpunk would be disappointing. I can totally see that. I loved it. I actually finished it, which is surprising. I never finished things, but it got me. It 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 got me but i could totally see how it could push some others away i could totally see that so i get that one thorsten what about you buddy well i've <laughs> got not a real not a real candidate oh, okay honest, uh, which which really disappointed me to a point that i said i would say uh uh, no, uh, or, or that, I, that I just have to talk about it. What disappoints me a lot is uh, that are some games that I really wanted for 2022 are still in early access. Uh, or 
you, these, these developers don't even uh, communicate about uh, why uh, why there is a delay, or uh, you have to wait uh, half a year to, to to hear about it, and that's pretty disappointing. I mean, I I understand that that, that game uh, game development is uh, is quite difficult, but uh, please tell us what's what's happening. <laughs> That's the only thing. That's the only thing I want, you know. No, that's that's totally I fair. I, do you I mean like, uh, do you mean like games that will be in early access that they go silent for six months or more, and then they yeah. suddenly go to one point oh? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, uh, how long do we wait for uh, In the Black now? Yeah, it's it's quite it's quite some time, and. and Every time, every time I've, I've heard something, I hear something from the from the devs. There's uh, there's a, a change into the in uh, of of the game, and uh, that's a bit annoying. You know? Oh yeah, but I feel like we're about to say it. I feel like we're about to say the words here. Go ahead. If we're talking about games that never come out. No, no. Well, we don't even have to go we'll do to the bingo there. We don't even have to go to the bingo there. There are games that <laughs> that can take a long time in early access. And still be communicative about their process. Yeah, and, like, uh, Star, like that. That's Star Sector, I mean. exactly. Star Sector, like yeah. Star Sector, exactly. That's Pulsar. A, Pulsar. Yes, they, they, I mean, yes. you have good examples of developers that are like, "Hey, we're still working on this," you know, and and like, but but they're communi- they're regularly communicative. But then you have developers that go radio silent, and then nothing happens. And then you're like, what the hell happened to this game? I get it. Yeah, that is that is more of a widespread disappointment in, in, rather than in any one game. I get that, man. Right. I feel that That's in my bones. I, mean. I feel that in my bones. Absolutely. <laughs> Permanent early access games, as Fernando calls them. That's a very good way to put it. Again, they can be those. they can be in there for a long time, but as long as they're getting steady development and they're yeah. being communicative about their process. I don't hold that against them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But the, a some lot games of developers... Take seven, seven years in early access, right, literally. Right, but some developers fail in the communication process, and that's that's the real frustrating part. Like, at least let us know how yeah. it's going. Like, oh, I'm just burnt out. I need a month to mm-hmm. myself, you know? That's fine, you know? Do what you got to do for your mental health. And 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 work on the game when you feel right. That's fine. Just tell us. You know that's like what you're going to do. The message here, in general, is be better with communication. That's it, just generally good tough. life advice. It's tough. I I myself have been. I myself have failed at this. I'm supposed to be updating the Starfleet Two thing on Steam fairly regularly. I hadn't updated it in a few months because we all got busy in the holidays and blah blah. So I finally updated it yesterday. But. uh yeah, I, I mean, it's tough sometimes. You forget, you get round up in life. You know, I'm not defending these people, but, like, good communication is tough. And um, admi- admitting you're behind and stuff can be also tough. But, yeah, I totally also get the disappointment as a fan. <laughs> I totally get that. All right, Jacob, what do you got? Well, I don't have that much in the way of disappointment. Uh, I don't really have a game that I expected to be good and turned out terrible. I do have a game that I expected to be good and turned out okay. And that mm-hmm. is Dark Tide. I've mentioned <laughs> about it already. I do still like playing it. I do enjoy it every now and then. I do appreciate that it's not at a f- that it's at $40, not $60, but it is 
underwhelming. It is definitely feels uh, like a step back compared to uh, the Vermintide series. It feels uh, it feels dramatically like uh, a lot of a lot of lessons learned from those games were just not applied here. Oh god! It also feels like uh, it also feels like the game kind of lacked focus and had a lot of priorities that were more or less out of whack. Oh. Uh. Like oh. they put in the cash shop, they made it work perfectly. Uh, but <laughs> a lot of stuff, like the achieve, a lot of stuff, like the achievements were confusing. A lot of systems just didn't work as intended. Uh, even within the cash shop, there were some issues. There were issues with like the rotating content. There's the FOMO thing that they tried to implement and failed. It's wait, FOMO okay. thing. FOMO thing. Uh, yes, they do a thing where they like rotate, uh, rotate uh, items in and out over time like they put it on a cycle like on a three-day cycle you have like five sets of items on a three-day cycle and you can only buy three of them at a time and they sort of go on a sliding line uh for the first three days didn't work for the first week oh. or so oh uh, god which that's a big thing you got to get working that's a, that's a big deal <laughs> yes but they've wrangled it into usefulness now uh but there's still a lot of things i again i enjoy it for the core gameplay loop of being a competent horde shooter set in uh, set in the 40k setting with great uh, visual uh, audio visual design, but it's we expect there was definitely I had reason to expect better because I did not think the game would be end up worse than Vermintide too because how would they make it worse? But they managed it. Wow! Normally, it takes a lot of effort for a game to disappoint you because I, because my expectations are usually very low for games. Oh uh, no! But they managed it. Wow, that's that's sad because I, I, I was excited about that one, but I held off because as much as I love Warhammer games, they can be wildly inconsistent, and um, and the, the Vermintide series never really appealed to me. So I'm glad I held off on that one because yeah, the you and other people I've talked to about that one are like, yeah, just don't. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, if you didn't like Vermintide, why would you like Dark Tide? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. David, what I mean, do you it's got still to the same genre? Yeah. Like, David, David, what do you got? Okay, okay. Uh so uh once again, I'm trying to read off a little script here, but I'm trying to mix it up a little bit. So for starters, I could not play this game on my computer. It's uh too underpowered to play this. It had incredibly bad optimization at launch also, so even people who had working computers couldn't quite play it. And come on. That's Callisto Protocol. I was uh, really expecting uh, this game to be a hit, and personally, I was more hyped for the Dead Space remake all the time. Oh. Especially when I read up that Callisto Protocol, for some reason, was going to be connected to the Battleground uh, PUBG universe? What? What is what? this? Wait, what? Yes. Ori- originally, Callisto Protocol was supposed to be connected to PUBG, the Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. What? They cut that off because what? someone because re- may, may have realized, oh, this is stupid. That's <laughs> dumb, yes. <laughs> yeah. Like PUBG barely had a setting in the first place. There was an yes. armor mod with aspirations. Exactly. So uh when I when I read about that, I was like, okay, yeah, I'm looking forward to Dead Space Run on this. Uh, but I still kept an eye on this game and was still well, was still hoping for Glenn Schofield and his team to make a banger because uh 
Dead Space was great. Dead Space 2 was even a lot more awesome. Dead Space 3, let's not talk about that one. So, <laughs> there... There's no exploration. It's incredibly linear. There's not even a new game plus. What happened? What happened with this game? So uh, I'm really disappointed in what I'm seeing and what I'm reading up on Callisto Protocol, uh, especially as they have death animations as part of their season pass. And I'm not making that up. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Wait, wait you incredible. have to buy death animations? Yes. No, no. Yep. Well, those those are part of the season passes, and you get the season pass. You get death animations that are uh, unique to the season pass, which is so, baffling. Yeah. Oh. So you have to pay to see some new game over screens. Oh. What about that? So you once again, space game. No, oh. you didn't do that in a dead space game in Callisto Protocol. Callisto Protocol. Come on, team. Come on, team, whoever oh. who's in charge of this game, you can do better than this. I know you can. That's like playing Mortal Kombat and you have to put in an extra quarter for the finish him uh, exactly. graphic. Uh, oh, Jesus. Oh, God. Well, I'm really disappointed in reading up on this. Callisto <sighs> Protocol is my example of why I now watch reviews and playthroughs first because I was really hyped for this game and then when I watched all the reviews it was always it sucks and here's why yeah and another thing that I was uh, really interested in looking up about College Protocol was that um, reports said before the release that probably 75% of the game was going to be melee viable and uh, that sounds like a good time because in in Dead Space uh, it's a it's a feat when you can defeat a necromorph with hand to hand combat. But holy crap, what happened with the combat system in Callisto Protocol? What was this thing? So I can take that as an as an example. Uh, you know, when mana games you have some kind of dodge button. You know, in Inquisitor Brian, you have a dodge button for the assassin, right? Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. You pu- you push that button and your character rolls to the side. Amazing, right? <laughs> you know how you dodge in Callisto Protocol? You have to buy the season pass? No, you <laughs> move to the right and then you automatically dodge the attack. Oh. oh. Yeah, th- there's not oh. even a button for it. You move you to the right. You can just circle sweep things to death like it's freaking Serious Sam. Yes. Oh. oh. Oh, I mean, and it looks uh, incredibly under underwhelming. So in Serious Sam, it works because that's the whole vibe of the game. So that's fine in Serious Sam, but in this, the kind of get uh, yeah, it sounds really disappointing. Oh, so sorry. once again, to the developers, please, you can do better than this. I know you can. So in a way, you should be relieved you didn't get to play it. <laughs> I guess maybe maybe. Uh, I maybe still s- want to play it though. That's yeah, for sure. Maybe when you get a new PC. Uh, <laughs> maybe they'll have patched it, patched in the good stuff by then. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. All right. So friends, we're the space game junkie podcast. So we have to talk about space games at least once. <laughs> so we have a category of our space game of the year. And I, I couldn't pick one. I, I couldn't decide between two. Really? That, I, I, I couldn't decide between two that I love so much. So I couldn't pick just one. So my pick is a tie between Starfleet 2 and Taxi Knot. I I obviously love Starfleet 2. Um so, but but 
I, I, I love taxi knots. I had to force myself to stop playing taxi knot because it's early access. And I don't want to burn out on a game before it hits 1.0. So I had to literally force myself to stop playing it. It's so fucking good. It is so fucking good. So yeah, I couldn't choose. I couldn't decide between those two. So I'm just like, F it. It's going to be a tie between Starfleet two, one of the greatest space games ever and Taxi Knot, an amazing, amazing open world space taxi game that I just love so, so much. Um, yeah, so it's a tie because I couldn't decide. <laughs> Spaz, what about you? Well, my pick is Golden um, Orthodox, but it's one that I've mentioned quite a few times before. And it is a game that did release in 2022 for the warp. Oh, not to be confused with this means warp, which is completely different. Completely different, but also good. Uh, yeah, for the warp, it is uh, a deck building game. You've got uh, one of several spaceships that you can unlock and then and then play through trying to get your uh it's it's ftl like in that you have a similar similar vibe you're trying to get your ship from one end of the galaxy to the other and you're going through zone to zone but there's a major deck building element along with that so and what's amazing if i may jump in what's amazing is i'm not really into deck builder games but that the deck building in that game is so well done it's efficient. It's streamlined. It it's it's clear. You know, even for someone like me who isn't really into deck building games, I got it. You know, like that. It helped that I was able to talk you through some of the that stuff. That did on help. Yes, yes. But I mean, even on its own, <laughs> it's it's. I think it's an achievement in the game's design that it's so it's so approachable, even for yeah. people like me who aren't into deck builders. I think. Yeah, and and it's uh, the pixel art. The pixel art is really, really good. The ships just look... They're so detailed, despite the art style. You wouldn't necessarily think it, because you might look at the screenshots and think, well, that's just pixel art, but... Oh, no, they look great. Oh, no, they're so detailed, no. especially for yeah. pixel art. They look fantastic. Yeah, that's a great pick. And... That's past. Well, I didn't buy the game. I did buy the soundtrack because that's oh, a banger. Yeah, it's an amazing such, soundtrack. Such a good soundtrack. Such yeah, so good. I should mention, uh, for uh, for the warp is still fifty percent off as we are live right now. So worth it. Seven forty nine. Seven forty nine USD. A steal at that price. Snagging. A steal at yeah. that price. Absolutely great pick. Excellent pick. Yeah, I, I was really impressed by that one. I, I remember playing it and going, wow, this is good. And again, deck building games usually don't appeal to me, but that was a great one. Probably one of the best ones I've played, actually. Um, Julie, what about you? You got a space game for 2022? I do, and I didn't even have to think about it. And I haven't, I haven't played an isometric game since the first online game I ever played, which was Ultima Online. And uh, this game, and I will link it here, I only played because, uh, and no, I'm not brown-nosing here, 
only played because of the generosity of this really great guy that we all know. And uh, I just, I can't get enough of it. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> wow. Cannot get enough. Warhammer 40,000 Inquisitor. Oh, no. <laughs> I never thought I would like another isometric game, but it's like. It's technically in space. Yeah, it works. Is, works enough. It is. And yeah. it's one of these things. Yes, it is in space because a you lot a of the time ship. you're on a spaceship. And it's one of these things where you said, okay, step back from the computer. It's two in the morning. You have to work at eight in the morning. Uh, and even though you're just going to another level of the house, step away from the computer. And this is where I learned <laughs> if you want to know what time it is, just stay up till two in the morning playing games. It's two in the morning. Go to bed. Yes. Thank you. Uh, and all is well. Uh, and God, God, God bless her. My sister always were, uh, looks out for my health better than I do. So that is my space game of the year and yes it takes place on spaceships it counts that's fair enough you know what it does take place you have a spaceship technically and uh it takes place on space stations and spaceships so yeah sure i will totally allow that of course i'm also very biased so i will totally allow that (laughs) thank you so much for the gift oh it's so good right anyway uh thorstein do you got a space game for 2022 Oh, yes, and uh, uh, rather two, but one is a, a bit better, better than the other, in my opinion, and that is Taxi Nord. <laughs> yes! Uh, when I started up this game first, I, I thought, what is this? <laughs> then, I, then, I, then I tried it a second time and couldn't, uh, couldn't stop playing. It's for me, for me, that's a really, really easy pick. I, I really don't know how how Mostron did it, but uh, I'm I'm just blown away by this one. Really, it's so good. It's so it's good. So, so great. And uh, <laughs> he's in the chat too. <laughs> yeah, I see it. <laughs> and um, my other pick would be Hot Space Shipbreaker. Oh yes, uh, yes. I, I, Excellent. I, I just have to point out, Taxi Nord is 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 a bit better because, uh, in my opinion, a bit better because uh, there's, there's so much in this game. I can't, I can't, uh, I can't even believe it. Uh, it's simply, simply uh, in that way. And uh, as I said, my second pick is is Hard Space Shipbreaker because it's uh, it's simply. In, uh, in, 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 oh my god, I can't, can't get it now. Innovative game. Uh, uh, the only the only thing I, I have against it is it, it feels a bit it feels a bit like work now after after uh, 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 yeah after hundreds of hours in it. <laughs> to be I, I got to that point a lot sooner than you did, but yeah, it started feeling a little stressful, work like. And and I, I know what the game is trying to do, and I appreciate it. But yeah, it, it it eventually got to that point for me too. But just a lot more quickly, it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. So that that would that would be my two picks. <laughs> nice, Jacob. What about you? You got a space game for the year? 
Well, uh, I'm pretty sure I've mentioned it before because uh, in terms of space games, I played the most this year, according to Steam, there is one, and that is Star Traders Frontiers. I believe uh, everyone here should be familiar with it from the chat itself, not from the chat, from the within the podcast studio. As we, it did come out a staggering uh, five years ago at this point. Oh, that's fine. But it is an ex- <laughs> but it is an exceptional, uh, it is. exceptional space RPG where it's basically what uh, it's basically what I hope the uh, new Rogue Trader game that's coming out will end up being. It won't. But, but, he, but he can back it. Hope there's it a be. there's a preview of the Rogue Trader game that someone got to play for a few hours, uh, and recently. I have no idea how it went. It, no, I'm, I I got to read it, and it's I'm more excited about it than ever. Oh my god, I'm so excited I'll, about Rogue Trader. I'll take your word for it. I'll stick with with Frontiers for now until that comes out. Totally because fair. It is exceptional if it you're is. like me and wants and want uh, exactly this. You want one big ship. And pretty much anything you could do with it. It is exceptional in terms of setting. It, uh, it's very much unique uh, in terms of uh, actual setting design and plot. Prog- and uh, plot. It uh, it uh, des- decided to resolve the the open world RPG curse of uh, having a, of having a um, story with no tension and no pacing die because uh, uh, because you can just go off to do whatever by having the story carry on without you if you decide to ignore it, which is. Which has upsides, which has ups and downsides. Downsides, of course, it is more stressful because you are on a tire. But the upside is, if you don't like a part of a story, you can ignore it, carry on, do something else, and come back when it gets more interesting. Yeah. Uh, also, the time is awkward that are fairly are fairly lenient. So as long as you don't completely uh, screw yourself uh, screw yourself over, you should be fine. Though, admittedly, the game has like twelve different difficulty levels. So in that way, it is immensely customizable uh, in terms of difficulty. You get, again, like 12 different difficulty levels. And it's also uh, custom difficulty as well. You can and it has a custom difficulty if you're so inclined. Yes. Uh, thank you for reminding me. Terrific. Uh, it is an absolutely exceptional game, though it is a game that requires a lot of patience. And I won't say a lot of learning, but, but at least a bit of research and figuring out what does what. Yeah. Uh, the game is, is, isn't necessarily obtuse. It just has a lot of stuff. And explaining all that stuff at once is very difficult. It does its best, but it can struggle a bit. Also, the uh, developers are, I'm pretty sure, actual actual androids who are humanly incapable of sleeping. I don't know. Because, do uh, <laughs> because they keep releasing updates for their everything uh, very regularly, including there, this game. There are over 200 Android games, which I've also played. Oh, yeah, and also the new games they're releasing on Kickstarter. I think there are over 200 patches for this one, big and small. You yep. think, yep. think I can? Uh, it is three hundred nine. Three hundred. We are currently on update three hundred. We are currently on update three hundred and nine. Okay, I was wrong. Okay, and so each three. of these is a significant update. Yeah, they really like they take feedback very seriously. They try and balance things to, but also try and keep it fun at the same time. It's just I don't know how they do it. Yeah, uh, and and according to it's the a game that needs a wiki. It needs yes. a wiki because there is so much information you can't memorize everything that you it need has to a know. good one. It has a very competent, really written wiki that I have mostly no complaints about. Yeah, agreed. Uh, besides, maybe the kind of a nightmare to, to navigate, but that's wiki for you. That's a wiki. Yeah, that's a wiki. <laughs> Excellent choice. David, what about you? Okay. So uh, this game, 
well, I, I can go back to that as well because uh, Forza noted that. And originally, Hardspace Shipbreaker was going to be my pick, but um, as uh, my computer are, as, yeah, is what it is, it too is crashing my computer, like my current pick. But Hardspace Shipbreaker for me, it's it's more like a tech demo. It's a good tech demo, uh, if anything. But mm. I wish it was more realized. I wish there was more content to do and stuff. Uh, so first of all, I'm uh, just going to check here. Uh, <clears throat> testing, testing. Do we have Archibus X and Dix in stream? Hello? Uh, I, I don't know. No. I don't know if he... I don't think uh, he's here. Okay. Okay, because my, uh, my space game pick will be an Ooh. expansion for X4. Uh, Not what I expected. This, this is something that is pretty oh, damn sorry. cool, if I've got to say it. Because uh, when I originally played, well, originally saw, uh, what what is that, 2007 or something like that? Way, way, way back when um, GameSpot made a review on X3. I laughed at its cute writing uh, about the aliens attacking the Argon and uh, attack. Oh, yeah, it, it was so many funny names. Of course, everyone <laughs> would laugh at that. But then uh, mid-2010s, I finally tried out Albion Prelude, and then it clicked for me. Uh, and wow, yeah, I was hooked. and expected uh, X4 to uh, be a hit. We got X Rebirth on the way, which was not a hit, but uh, we got X4! Hey! <laughs> and holy crap! Uh, to Burnt and the team, Burnt uh, and the team, this is a cool game, if anything. You can do so much in this uh, friggin' game, which is only more amplified with mods. Like, you can be a lone starfighter. You can be a miner. Be an industrialist building station across the stars. It's incredible. And now with this expansion, they added salvaging. Why well, I haven't tried that function myself. I like what I'm reading about it. Because um, every resource needs to go around in the universe. And sooner or later, ships are going to get all blown up. And now we can recycle them. How cool is that? How cool isn't that? So right. everything just goes around and around and around again. So, uh, yeah, uh, very cool game. I wish I could play it more, but my computer mm. is struggling with this game, and which makes me very mad. It's, a, it's an a, excellent choice, but you forgot something. You can play a space pirate. Yes, 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 yes. That and, and you can <laughs> convince drones to destroy the galaxy, which I did. Yes. Wait, what? <laughs> you can yeah, convince Xenon. drones to destroy the galaxy, and I said, my work here is done. <laughs> Respectable. That's that's terrific. So, so well, friends, that's my top pick. Oh, that's a good pick. So, friends, Thanks. we usually don't talk about graphics or anything and things like that, because um, graphics come and go. It's like, whatever. How realistic in a game? But one thing we all seem to really care about is a soundtrack. Uh, I don't know about y'all, but I'm a I'm huge into soundtracks. I listen to them offline all the time when I'm working, when I'm driving. A good soundtrack, I think a good soundtrack for me is more memorable than how a game looks, you know. And and so it was a tough choice because there was a lot of good soundtracks this year. There were so many good soundtracks this year, but I really had to go with Hard Space Shipbreaker. I think. Wow. It was probably my favorite soundtrack that came out this year, and and for the warp was a very close. <laughs> I was I really debated between the two, but the the Hard Space Shipbreaker soundtrack really really stuck with me, 
And and I still I I I just have it on loop sometimes when I'm working. It is a great soundtrack to work to. Um, yeah, it is really just one of those exceptional soundtracks that I'll probably be listening to in a de- it's still in a decade. You know, um, <laughs> it's so good. Mm. What? <laughs> Nothing. Uh, I was stretching. Oh, okay. Uh, Spaz, do you have a soundtrack that you really loved? Like, this oh last yeah. Year? Yeah, it's it's one that uh, uh, the game that I think we all liked uh, because uh, the soundtrack is Christopher Tin, Old World. Oh yes, yes, an excellent choice, excellent choice. Such a good that is no arguments that. No oh arguments god, that. yeah, no arguments at all. That is a fantastic choice. Oh, so good. Ah, oh. oh, yeah. God, I, I might have to rethink my choice now because I kind of forgot about the Old World soundtrack, but now that I'm thinking of it, oh, <laughs> damn it. Uh, 4X game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sound, the old, old World is, yeah, Old World is basically a mix of, like, say, Civilization Two and uh, Crusader Kings, basically, uh, but I think it's better than both of those games, and the soundtrack by Christopher Tin is... You know what? I'm changing. I'm changing my pick. I'm I'm gonna change it to Old World too. Now that I'm thinking, <laughs> fuck it. Okay, it's my well, show. It it's my show. I can I can do what I want. Um, it's my show. <laughs> I do what I want. Um, oh God, the soundtrack to Old World. You're right. Is oh God. Thank you for reminding me. Uh, there were so many. It is, there it was is so- hard to go wrong with Christopher Ten. I no, mean, really, you, you can't, really can't. You can't. You cannot go wrong with you Christopher really Ten and he makes. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Oh my god. Okay, thank you for reminding me of that one. I've changed my, uh, I've changed my entry also to be Old World. Uh, I think you, I don't think you can buy Old World through the Steam, the soundtrack through the Steam store. It, is it on Bandcamp? I can't remember. Uh, I think you can buy it somewhere. I just can't remember where right now. But I think there is a place I, you yeah. can buy the soundtrack separately. Maybe through his website. Oh god, I don't remember. I know you can buy the soundtrack separately. I just don't remember where right now. Um, but yeah, that folks, that's a, an exceptional game and an exceptional soundtrack. Um, Julie, do you got one? I do indeed. And now granted, I'm a little partial about this one because mm-hmm. a, a friend of mine is the director. Okay. And, and it doesn't go for all of the music, but some of it, and I'll link it here And the expansion came out this year. And um, now, granted, some of the, the play, places are like, eh, well, but there are some of those music tracks in this game. It's like, I play it. I, I It's like, my friend just says, hey, didn't you want to come join me over this part of the game? I said, no, I want to stay here. Why? I like the music. And um, that is why. That is my my pick, you know. So it counts because the DLC came out this year. And um, the DLC, I don't think, added any music. But that's why I really enjoy the music. And that's that's why I, uh, I'm, I'm the one that thought up this category. And that's why. Uh, because of this. And uh, that's it. Yes. And I, I know the director took my own horn, but it's not like, oh, hey, we're going to pick out curtains or something. But is Conan, just, uh, is, sorry, is Conan Exiles playable solo at all? Because... Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Oh, okay. uh, depending on what you like to do, um, my big thing in games like this is building, but there are, we have a static group 
uh, on Sunday nights, and we can alternate between this and my other game of the year choice, if which I doubt we'll get to. But uh, this is, uh, yeah, we 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 all get together every now and then and play on a server and. Uh, there are dungeons you can run. Uh, mm-hmm. There aren't quests, but there are achievements. Uh, and now there's like head hunting and witch hunting. And Ooh. but my big thing is I like to build and explore. And uh, there's a lot of that solo. But Ooh. you know, it's one of the few multiplayer games that I play. This and uh, No Man's Sky that I play a lot solo. So you got to be able to entertain yourself. But. Right. Okay. Yes, uh, there's still a lot of surprises, and I like this one. Okay. Uh, Thorsten, do you have a favorite soundtrack? Oh, I can make this short. Uh, it uh, goes uh, both to uh, old, to the Old World uh, soundtrack and uh, the Hot Space Shipbreaker soundtrack. It's <laughs> both, both are great. Both are great, and... Um, <laughs> that's funny that, that, that would be my two choices simply that's fair that's fair save your voice uh jacob you got a pick uh hard to say honestly i feel like i'm actually tempted to give this one to dark tide oh. mostly because i don't recall any games with great soundtrack that came out more that came out more recently uh and of course the uh Pinnacle of video game soundtracks for me is still Ace Combat. It's still a combination of Metal Gear Rising and Ace Combat Seven. But when it comes to more recent games, I think Dark Tide is actually going to take this. I did mention it had great visual and the uh, uh, visual and audio side, and uh, the soundtrack in this game is brilliant. I do not know what it is about Warhammer Forty Thousand to suddenly make uh, to, to suddenly make. Um, uh, composers just completely go off creating the most insanely insanely great things they can produce. We've seen this with Battlefleet Gothic Armada. We've seen this with Mechanicus. Mm-hmm. We've seen this with uh, uh, with Dark Tide now, and we've se- seen this th- with Space Marine. I think the setting demands it. It's such a bananas setting that I think it demands a bananas soundtrack. You yeah, know? of course, absolutely. Like you can go completely nuts. You can have a freaking. You can have a freaking uh, idiot. Uh, EDM song with pipe with pipe organs as the, as the drop. Sure, you of course can. you it's can. Warhammer. It's Warhammer 40k. You can do whatever the hell you Go want. Go nuts! <laughs> Go nuts! That's the tagline here. <laughs> That's true. So yeah, it is absolutely brilliant for somehow managing to for somehow manage, managing to combine uh, like pipe like uh, pipe in, uh, traditional pipe instruments with uh, with, with with completely insane hard ass electronic electronic music. I love it. Awesome, David. You got a soundtrack. Okay, it's uh, it's getting a little bit trickier because multiple people and that mentioned that uh, soundtrack uh, multiple times now during this podcast session. So yeah, I'm not gonna relink it. Uh, so uh, hmm, can we take something outside of gaming? Like if we heard an album outside of gaming, I don't um, know. Do um, I... Is if it's related? I mean, if it's related, is it related to a game? No, okay. Well, that's yes, bad track then. Yeah, it's gonna be a hard spaceship breaker. That was something very special. And I can't blame I don't you know on what that you one. Can, I, I, I don't know what you can call that kind of music. If it's country, Americana, uh, or whatever, bluegrassy, kind of country, kind of. 
folky. Yeah, I, 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 did, I did not uh, grow up with this kind of music. Let's just uh, say that it's uh, a little bit alien to me. Yeah, I, w- I would and... lean more toward bluegrass. I think if 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 you had to put it in one, if you had to pigeonhole it into something, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I would pigeonhole it into. Um, and uh, yeah, I didn't. It wouldn't have... be out of place in the Rebel Galaxy universe. <laughs> <to be honest. laughs> Absolutely. Isn't that true? Absolutely. That is so true. <laughs> but all in all, I didn't uh, watch the Firefly series, but I did watch the Serenity movie back then. So I don't quite have Ooh. the same connection as some people may have to the music present in uh, Oh, you should watch Firefly. You should watch yeah, Firefly. Yeah, I, I know. I know. It's uh, it, Joss okay. Whedon problematic besides. It is a really good show. <laughs> Die hard. Uh, because, definitely uh, worth watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, folks, we are now at our final category, our top game of the year. It doesn't have to be a space game or anything. It's the game we loved and played the most or loved the most or whatever. And for me, I think the choice is obvious. It's got to be Warhammer 40,000 Inquisitor Martyr. Like, there are other games I played a lot this year, like Lord of the Rings Online and Cyberpunk, but this is the one I always come back to when either I need a break from another game or just when... uh, just when I went around feeling like a badass, lighting multiple people on fire uh, and watching them go kersplat. It is so visceral and satisfying to play. And uh, I, I probably, I mean, I don't know. Steam does that thing now, the replay, and it was my most played game of the year, which doesn't surprise me um, because it's just... So good. And and if you haven't gotten it yet, folks, it's on sale right now. The complete collection, well, almost complete, because they haven't added the new DLC that just dropped. Um, so the almost complete collection is like 15 bucks, which, oh my God, such a steal. Uh, I'm, I'm approaching 300 hours in this game, which for me is a lot, because um, I don't stick with a lot of games for very long. And it is just the game I go to almost every day now. Um, it's just so, so, yeah, it's definitely my game of 2022. Uh, nothing even, I don't think anything else comes close, maybe except Starfleet 2. Maybe. Um, and I love Starfleet 2, don't get me wrong, but for sheer relaxation and enjoyment, oh my God, Inquisitor for me, it just, it just hits all these right notes for me that I just, just keep coming back to. So that is my game of 2022. Spaz, do you got one? Yeah, I do. And it's one that I was actually discussing on Discord just a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. And I went to back into uh, because of the discussion we were having. And it is FTL with a multiverse ah, mod. Yes, of course. Now, the more FTL, things change, the more they stay the same. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's it's a base game is great, and the multiverse mod adds hundreds of ships that you can play, and other ways to play too. It adds, it's not just the ships; yeah. it adds you can there's it adds different starts, it adds different events, it adds so new races, sub races, oh weapons, God. events. I've only played like yeah. a couple hours with the with the mod, but holy crap! It it. It's almost a whole new game with that mod, with that multiverse mod. It is. Let me put it this way. <laughs> I had about a hundred and I'd say 140 to 150 hours uh, in the base game before I discovered this mod. 
I now have 650 hours. <laughs> Damn, son. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I'm not surprised, though. I'm not surprised. Um, it's very you easy. Know, literally hundreds of ships to unlock. You you can do so much, and uh, it's just it's great. It is great. It's, it's a game changer. And it's easy to install. I, like I was worried it was yeah. going to be hard to install. It is not. It is very easy to install. Uh, it's not like a workshop thing. You actually have to download an installer. Like it's 2007. But it's yeah, but the, there's an EXE for it now. Yeah, yeah. So it's you very easy that. to install. It's very easy to install. It even gives itself a desktop shortcut. So you can just go right to it. And uh, yeah, that's a, that's a great pick. And I can't, if you, I think everyone here on the discord has FTL now at this point. Uh, and if you don't, what the hell? <laughs> I mean, it's actually, literally $2 and 50 cents. If you are uh, yeah. wanting it, to buy it on sale. Yeah. It's $2 and it's like two, it's two fifty, And, uh, and it's definitely worth, definitely worth uh, picking that one up. If you haven't already, and I, but I can't imagine if you're listening to this podcast, you don't own FTL. I mean, my God, <laughs> it's been, the game made its own genre. It, yes, it did. It's been out for a decade, and it's been in numerous bundles. And so uh, yeah, so you got to get it if you don't have it already. You have to. Uh, that's a great pick, Spaz. Uh, and yeah, the mod is very easy to install, very easy to use, and it just. Adds layer upon layer of awesome to an already awesome game. <laughs> like, it's yeah, just, really does. It really does. It makes it like I've always found FTL stressful because of the chase thing, like the fleet chasing you and everything. It makes FTL not less challenging, but less stressful for me. And and one of the add-ons lets you disable the rebel fleet chasing you. So you can hit every node along the way if you really want to, yeah. as long as you have the fuel. Exactly. Exactly. If you want to just do a, kind of a relaxation, explore, a relaxing exploration thing, you can do that now. It's great. That's kind of how I play it now. It's just turn the fleet off and just, you know, I want to check out every sector on the map. Uh, instead of having to run away. Uh, so it is great. I think the mod uh, will work with the GOG version as well. I'm not 100% yes. on that. Oh, well, okay. it does. I, fi- I figured it, it does. would, but... You have to use the uh, you have to use the launcher uh, within GOG to get it to a specific version. The reason why is because oh. the uh, one of the mod one of the uh, mod the mod wrapper is what it is uh, is not compatible with the newest version of FTL. But the only thing that added was uh, two localizations, two languages, Japanese and one other. So. You have to downgrade your version of FTL in order to be able to use the mod with it. But as long as you're not using those languages, you're okay. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Oh, excellent pick. Uh, Julie, do you have a game that defined your 2022? Yes, I have. Uh, and if I may, I have a runner up here. Okay. Sure. And that's because it was. It's it's a all it's ancient, but it's there because it is you, you can play it on almost anything, including at this point a pregnancy tester. Uh and more importantly, <laughs> I 
<laughs> I can play it. It's it's on a Switch, but most importantly, I like it because uh, I can make the game literally do anything I want at this point because uh, Zenimax and Bethesda provide, always provide everybody with all the tools to mod the game. But my actual it's, it's- game... Uh, you gotta say the name because we're an audi- audible medium. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> it is Elder Scrolls. It's like, can't you see what I'm holding up? Uh, <laughs> Elder Scrolls Skyrim. Uh, it so is. That you is can your, make it do anything. Skyrim that's is your runner. Year. Oh, Skyrim is no, your that's runner, my runner up. up. Okay, okay. My okay. game of the year is uh, this one. Can't you see what I'm holding up? Uh, it is Final Fantasy XIV because oh. uh, it is the game that. Uh, just it was so bad at first it got flushed down the toilet and every and they turned the whole thing around and uh, our Sunday night group this is what we usually play and it has kept our static group together for over a year and a half and uh, year and a half later I'm still working my way up the rank and it is one of the few games aside uh, where and it doesn't happen where I scream at the screen. It's a you bastard. You can't do this. Uh, and then my friend said, "Just wait. Play the game for a while." What do you mean? I said, "Oh." So it doesn't. It it, it still surprises me. Uh, and the Ulda, the leader of Ulda, was a person that uh, I'm, I'm sure it's not a spoiler at this point. Uh, the little person who uh, ran. Ulda got killed off at one point and then they brought her back and uh, I was just furious when she got killed off uh, and uh, so I really enjoyed the story and uh, the, and I appreciate all the effort that the company did to uh, turn it around uh, but uh, uh, if Square Enix really does bring NFTs into video games, there's going to be a special oh, place for whoever does it. They're one of the few remaining standouts who said, wow, we think this is a great idea. No, it's not. Everybody uh, will quit playing. I really game. hope that they turn around on that because that is distru- that is really distressing. But I, I love the story on this game. That's why it is my game of the year. Good pick. Thorsten, what about you? Well, this could, there could be only one pick for me, and that is one Blade to Banner Lord. Oh, okay. Uh, Good choice. Good choice. Yeah, it, it takes every box of, 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 of what I want, really. And, really? Uh, yeah. It's, uh, it's, 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 for me, it's, for me, it's simply the best game this year. Oh, wow. Period. I- <laughs> I have not played it yet, but I keep hearing how good it is. It is really good. I mean, it has it, it has its problems, and uh, it still has its problems. But but it's in its in its uh, uh, even with with its problems, it's 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 very very good in my opinion. Hmm. Yeah, it's not uh, often that I'll throw two hundred and thirty six hours into a game, but it certainly has gotten that out of me and i'm enjoying it still oh i've been meaning to check it out but i just haven't gotten around to it but i know it's very popular okay jacob you got one Mm, for top game of the year well thanks julie for stealing my thunder eh? 
<laughs> well, if Final, Fa- if Final Fantasy is yours as well, that's fine. Well, yeah, that's basically what it is. It is easily the game I played the most this year, though I've been kind of holding off on it because I played it for most of the year. And I'm waiting for another expansion to come out so, so there's more stuff to do. Uh, besides that, everything Julie said more or less applies. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing clever to say, sorry. Uh, Does I'll, it help if I like the latest editions of it? You know, the last few fine. DLC, the best. I, I'm, yes, looking, I'm looking forward to getting over my burnout of it so I can get back to it. But I am the, the latest expansions were really were easily the were easily highlights of uh, of the game. Like no questions asked. Awesome. And David, to finish this out, do you have a do you have a game of 2022? So, Julie just gave me an idea. I have a runner-ups, and I can't okay. deny the amount of uh, hours I spent in this game. Okay. This game is also crashing my computer, just like X4, yet I still persevere. I want to get more hours. Maybe I'm just stupid. I don't know. Uh, or I'm, I'm, maybe I'm a masochist. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. Hmm. And that's uh, MechWarrior 5, with mods. Uh, absolutely with mods. Only with mods. If you're playing vanilla, <laughs> it's uh, it's gonna be a bad time. It's gonna be a bad time. But with mods, yeah, just like uh, yet another mech club. Oh man! Oh holy crap! It becomes so much better. I'll have to try because uh, I tried vanilla and I was like, this is kind of, eh. <laughs> yeah. It, it's very directionless, if anything. Uh, I mean, the campaign is probably there to get a proper experience, like go from A to B. But the main meat is the career mode. So, yeah, if you don't like to wander aimlessly around, yeah, uh, it may not be for you, Ryan. Well, I don't but mind I as long as you can. Yeah, you can still go in in uh, in the campaign mode once you are re- once you reach a certain point. You can travel pretty much anywhere, and as long as you can take on the threats that are in that area, you can survive. But uh, there are ways to cheese it, and I've posted those on the Discord before. Um, demolition missions, in particular, easy to cheese in that. And <laughs> there's a way to uh, there's a way to use a light mech or a medium mech, go through a demolition mission, take very very little damage because almost nothing is hitting you, and then get a tremendous amount of profit because the risk is so low. Mm. Yeah, and um, well, one of the last uh, things that happened in 2021 was that they added uh, melee combat. Only limited to punching, though. And trust me, I always love punching robots. Uh, I mean, <laughs> robots that are punching. Who who doesn't love some Pacific Rim where we punch the uh, crap out of each other? Or, or yes. Transformer? Yes. So uh, this year, we actually got an um, expansion for that called Ar- Cult Arms, which added more melee weapons. So now we can have axes, claymores, katanas, all that fun stuff. And there's another DLC coming later this year. Yes. But oh well, that's my runner-up. So I've, I've spoken too much about Big Quarter 5. I like that's it. Fun. That's what I'm saying. All right. So my pick for the year is Signalis, easily. Really? Oh, so okay. this game, this game I've, I've tried to write so much here, but um, I probably should try to shorten it down a little bit. This is survival horror at its top form. Inventory management, enemy management, atmosphere, puzzles, everything just works. It, I haven't played in uh, a game like this in years. It's, it's something special. Um, and 
something I would like to say is that if you do not feel any emotion at the end of Elster, that main character's journey, you are probably more emotionless than the robots in the game. <laughs> so it's a uh, very soul crushing in the end. I think I just got to say that. And I, I really like. Uh, okay, I'm not. I'm not educated enough to talk about this. I'm sorry. Uh, I'll try to do uh, my best here uh, for what I've been writing here. I really like in this game that there are so many strong female characters. I mean, Elster could easily be in a male character, and all story beats are the same. But still, there's no there's no BS. She, everyone, everything just yeah. I I can't say so much more about that. I mean, even the the evil empress is an actual queen in the background that are ruling her people with an iron fist. There's there's strong female characters in this game. Let's just say that I love to see it, and it it is also using a very interesting cassette punk aesthetic, which I may have seen in. Alien Isolation, or great uh, science fiction movies from the 80s and 70s. And there's an actual plot reason why all technology looks so low-tech while there are sentient roaming, uh, sentient robots roaming about. It's incredibly well-written. And I, I just want to <laughs> raise a hand for this. Even this game has an actual difficulty slider. What? Yes. It's incredible. You have an actual difficulty slider in this game, and you can achieve probably achieve any of the four endings in the game. And all endings are, uh, well, let's just say they are equal. Um, mm. So <laughs> the only few nitpicks I have in the game are very simple, if I would say anything, but maybe I should avoid those nitpicks. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, to Barbara and Jory from Rose Engine, thank you. Um, like I've tried to write here, I wish I could have fulfilled my promise as everything is but a memory now. I'm just going to end it at that. Hmm. Hmm. It's, it's a beautiful thing. Oh, man. Oh, that was yeah. a, that was a very, uh, that was a very good uh, list. Everyone that was a lot of some surprises there. Uh, oh, that was a really good list. So 2022 is a pretty good year, but next week, friends, we're going to talk about what's coming up this year, 2023. Uh, there are some games we hope will finally come out of early access, like the aforementioned Star Sector. But uh, 2023 has a lot of games that are potentially coming out this year that look great. So that is what we're going to talk about next week. Um, I want to thank you all for hanging out with us uh, today, as always. And I hope 2023 has started off awesome for you guys. Uh, what am I streaming tomorrow? I don't remember what I'm streaming tomorrow. Um, oh, yeah, Epic Astro Story. That looks like it's going to be fun. Um, yeah, you're going to have a fun time with that one. Oh, good. Uh, so, everyone, have a great day. Be safe. Be well. Take care of each other. Uh, please get vaccinated if you haven't already. Uh, the only way we're going to get out of this pandemic is if enough people get vaccinated. Uh, so we all survive. Oh, Mazgrom, of it's course. Been like, it's been two fucking years. I know. And it's just, it's wearing on all of us. We want this pandemic to be over, but we all got to get vaccinated, really, to get through it. So please, everyone, if you haven't, please consider getting vaccinated. Please. Um, and Mazgrom, again, thank you for Taxi Knot. We love your game. <laughs> love it so much. 
Uh, can't wait to see more of it. And you're doing a great job with it. Yeah, join the Vex Squad today. That's right. Uh, don't don't be a quote unquote pure blood or whatever the hell they use. To, oh my, I could anyway. The fuck did the fuck? No, my carry on. Uh, that's what they call themselves. I'm not even kidding. Um, so we'll anyway, laugh at them later. Carry on. Oh yes. Yep. Oh yes. Uh, have a great day, everyone. Be safe. Be well. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.